Life Happens with Ayanda Ali Payne. Weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. All right. I love hearing from these little ones. The one says, meat in English is inyama. I was like, isn't it the other way around? But hey, look, you know, allow them. Uh, one of my nephews is like saying that I like inyama and they'd mix the two languages. It's the cutest thing. But yeah, we love hearing from the little ones. And we're about to hear from another little one. A bright spark who joins us in studio with her mom. And here's the context of our discussion. So we live in a, in a country, in a culture that emphasizes is respect for elders, right? We uh, seldom allow children to walk in and out of a room without greeting, hugging, or even kissing a stranger who may be a visitor. And uh, when the children resist, they are met with such condemnation, you know, you must greet your elders, you must do this, you must do that. Um, How do we handle culture and boundaries when it comes to our children, you know? What about their personal development? What about their personal space? Should they still be seen and not heard? Should they be participating in some of the decisions of the home? some of the decisions that affect them. How much room do you give your child uh, to be an active participant in the affairs of the family? That's what we're going to be speaking and all other things as well. I'm joined by Priscilla Harry from Kids at Transformation. She's a trainer and her eight-year-old daughter, Lavania Harry, is also here. Welcome to you both. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Ayanda. Thank you for having us. Lavanya, I'm going to chat to you in just a moment because you're the real star of the show. You know, you are the reason why we're here. But I'm going to start with mom first. Priscilla, tell me very uh, quickly, you teach children personal safety, age-appropriate self-defense. There's also emotional wellness, uh, goal-setting, self-discipline, all those things that we think should be reserved for adults. You know, those are the things that sound so serious. Um, Why was it that you decided to get involved in empowering young people in this way? Ayanda, I saw with my daughter, she did the workshop and there was such a dramatic change in her. She became a lot more confident, a lot more secure in herself and she had value on who she is as a person. And I thought, I have to do this. I have to sign up and teach this because I saw the change for myself. So I run several courses on the weekends, um, the transformation workshop, and basically it's child empowerment. It's something I wish I had as a child. Mm. Um, I never knew about boundaries. I didn't know that um, how much value I could have. It's like when you win awards, if you said, I won an award, it's like you're bragging. Mm. But then where's your self-recognition? So as you grow up, and now in this day and age, bullying is such a, a big thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, children that are victimized, you'll find normally have very low self-esteem. Um, they they don't believe much in themselves. And I find um, with, with the course that I do, like there's so many modules that we do. In one, we, we build a treasure box. And in that treasure box, that treasure box symbolizes who they are. Mm-hmm. So I ask them, what do you put in that treasure box? So we, 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 we work, do classes around that. And um, I ask them, so let's do a fingerprint. And we, I show them all their fingerprints. And I said, but you see, we're all different. Mm-hmm. We all have something unique to bring to the party. So let's not try and be like our best friend. Mm-hmm. And, um, and children, when they're young, they absorb education so, so wonderfully. Right. And they, um, I, I taught one child about boundaries. I said, do you know what a boundary is? And um, the classroom said, yes, of course. You see, we have a wall around the yeah, school. Yeah. I said, yes, you do. That's the boundary. Now, why do you have a boundary? 
And they said, to keep the bad people out, to keep us safe. I said, yes, mm. what is your boundary? Wow. So with the rope I gave them, I said, show me your boundary. And normally, because they're children, they put it very close to their feet. So I said, that's your boundary? Yes. And I walked straight up to them so close. And it's quite intimidating when you're standing close, so close to somebody. you're an adult as well. You're exactly. so tall. You're towering exactly. over them. Yeah. And then I looked down and I said, and you can see the shock on their face. I said, this is your boundary? Are you comfortable? No, 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 I'm not. And yeah. they make it so big. And I said, now when you've made it so big, what, what can you do? You can use your voice, which is your God-given tool, if you sense you're in danger, to speak up to scream for help and also to use your eyes to see what can I do, where can I, where mm. can I move, who can I ask for help. In this course, we, we, we actually also do personal safety. So if a child gets lost in, in a shopping mall, we do a lot of role playing. So I, I, I teach the children, what, who would you go to for help? Mm. And, you know, first your first point of call, always go to a mom with kids. Mm -hmm. Go to the mom with kids. Because you know she's got children, she'll help you. I said, but even then, if your tummy is telling you, no, it's not safe, go to a security guard. If your tummy is still telling you, go into a shopping, uh, into a shop and ask the shopkeeper to help you. There are always points of calls. You are never helpless. Mm. Yeah. I love it because it, it really helps to empower the child yes. um, in, in ways that are positive, in ways that will make you more comfortable as a parent. Um, but I just want to then speak about what do we do with an empowered child? Because when a child then knows that, no, mom, you know, you can't uh, um, speak to me like that. Or mom, auntie so-and-so keeps sending me and I don't think it's okay. My tummy is telling me, you know what I mean? So there's the good part of it. And very much so, we definitely need to empower our especially in this country that we live in, you know, yes. but what do we then need to do to support that and encourage that as parents? So we'll continue this conversation in just a moment. A quick ad break. We'll be back with more. All Ayanda now. now. 0891-104-207. Okay, before we continue with mom, Lavania, I want to tell, I want you to tell us how your experience was. How did you feel about the workshops? What did you learn? I learned that I should never be scared because my heart is with me and my heart will tell me what to do. And when I was little, I used to get very sad quickly because people would make fun of me. But then when I did this Kids Academy course, it changed me a lot. My mom even talks to me now saying, um, do you remember when you used to cry? And I used to say, no, mom. I don't remember because now I'm a different person. Mm. So I just want to tell all the kids out there that um, I've been through, the, we've all been through the same things mm -hmm. and that we should never be scared. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, when you affirm a child in this manner where they feel like they belong and they have a right to exist and they have a right to raise their their voice and their opinion and that in, their internal compass of right and wrong is working just fine. You know, it works when there's danger. But when we then are in like a, a cultural setting, like I said, and this is something that we do as parents as well. You know, you, the, the child is introduced to a stranger and all of a sudden you're saying, you know, hug auntie so-and-so, you know, or kiss auntie so-and-so or shake their hands. And the child just doesn't feel like they want to, you know, how should we then respond? Firstly, I think it's very important for parents to have communication with their children. Mm. So um, if you can see that your child is shy and does not like to um, hug um, 
aunties and that kind of stuff. Have the conversation with them. See what is their what is their boundaries. What and then explain to them. In our culture, it, it's very nice. Even if you could just turn your cheek and give at least your cheek or something. Um, mm. But communication is very important with the child. But if the child still stays no. On both sides, there has to be respect from the parents and from the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. a, one, one of my kids won't even let me kiss him. <laughs> like, it's that bad. He just is like, nope, no, not at all. Not yeah. at all. Not even at the cheek. Not nothing. <laughs> and I had to learn that, you know, I can insist because I'm like, I'm your mother. You yeah. know, it's my mm-hmm. right. Or I can say, you know what, my child, for whatever reason, you just do not like this. There are other ways of showing affection. You know, if it's a stranger, stretch out your hand, shake his hand you know, right. or her hand. 100% you know, correct. if it's mom, can I settle for a hug? You know, yes. because he's very adamant about that. And I thought it's important to respect his little personal space as well. And I'm glad you're doing that because there are some parents out there that force the issue. And then the child starts breaking down his boundaries and the child starts thinking, well, then I'm going to do whatever whatever anybody tells me. And Mm. that will open up the door to bullying. Mm. And you're also teaching your child, you know, not to understand the meaning of no. So when he says no, um, I must understand that so that he would never take uh, someone's no as a maybe. That's right. That's right. Yes. You know, just yeah. But something else that you you do, because this is so all-encompassing. I mean, there's the emotional wellness, social interdependence, which is important. Goal-setting. How do you do goal setting for children? There's, uh, it's so lovely. So what we do is we make a vision board. Uh-huh. And in the vision board, they'll have um, letters that they'll put together like, um, I'm going to win at swimming. We, we, we tackle small things first uh-huh. at school. What would you like at school to do? Or some people say on their vision board, my goal is to get mom and dad to agree to get me a dog. <laughs> That's uh-huh. their thing. So I'm like, okay, but that's your vision. Are the circumstances all right for you to have a dog? First, we look at that, the foundation. Mm. And yes, we've got a garden. We've got this and that. I said, all right. Have you spoken to mom and dad? Have you asked them why they don't want you to have a dog? I'm too young yet. So I said, now you have to show them responsibility. Show them how you can manage yourself. Therefore, they will see you can then manage an animal. I love it. I absolutely love it. And it also teaches them in future, you know, yes. how to work towards something and to you achieve know, it. Yeah. All of this is actually equi- equipping them for adult life. Yeah. It's really, it's honestly something I wish I had done as a child. You and me both, sis. You and me both. <laughs> Lavania, tell me a little bit about your favorite thing that you did when you were in camp. What did you absolutely love and you, you maybe want to do again or have been doing again? Um... I, that's a tough question because I loved everything. It's a lot. <laughs> yes, yes. Some of the everything that you loved, what was it? Um, my favorite was that my, the moves. So mm. like if like if someone grabs on your, onto your hand, we do the elbow swing. Okay. Mm. So it, it practically teaches you what to do if you're in a, in a position of danger, if someone grabs your hand. Yes. Okay. Which is, which is actually... Also, another empowering point for the children, because um, the, what we teach is if somebody grabs your hand, how to tackle out of it. Mm-hmm. There's also pressure points in a, in a body because a child is small, but we don't always put fear in a child that if an adult grabs you. Mm-hmm. So we start off like, come, the two of you, let's play bully, bu- you know, bully and victim. And then um, 
they they know with me then I'll come in and I'll say but if I grab you what do you do and they'll say oh you taught us this pressure point we can pinch here and then you buckle and it works. It works. And we, we give them lovely names. Like we've got the hair gel, which is actually a lovely move where you can get yourself out of a hand grip. We've got um, the window windshield wiper, mm-hmm. which is where you deflect a, a person coming towards you to smack you. It, it, it's actually so child friendly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, you know, what I love is that you instill an attitude of positivity, resilience, forgiveness, you know, and, and you help them to focus on an amazing future. So you don't make them fearful of what could happen, but you, you, you prepare them of beautiful things that could also happen and how they must learn to forgive and to love, etc. How do you do that? That must be a little bit difficult. Not at all. No? With the children. So we, we have a session where we talk about emotions. Yes. Emotions are just that emotions it's how you deal with it for instance if if a child comes to you and um, you're angry if you smack the child because you're angry that reaction is not right Mm. it is your reaction that makes the emotion good or bad so whether when you are sad you don't go out being destructive you go in you go you sit down you say why am I sad you wow. do processing. I teach them how to process the emotions. Why am I sad? What triggered the sadness? What issues did it bring up in me? Mm. And once they've identified that, they then say, how can I make it better? How, oh, how could I have changed that picture for next time? So if somebody hits me with a ball, how can I change the picture instead of just shouting back and, and running away? How can mm. I change it? I can look at the person. Was it the intention to hurt me or was it a mistake? Mm. If it was a mistake, I'll say, I'll ask them, you hurt me and expect an apology. If they did it intentionally, you say, why did you do that? Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't let anyone get away with coming across over your boundaries. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Now, yeah, I'm just absolutely intrigued and, and I'd like to find out the age groups of the kids that you work with. How old? Uh, from five to 11 years old. Okay. Okay. Mm. And how long is the course? The course is eight weeks and I do it once every every week for one and a half hours. I find that um, we can't go beyond because there's a lot of mental processing that they mm. do. There's a lot of physical activity. We play a lot of games and role playing that actually grounds what we're teaching as well. And I also incorporate a lot of art because I find when I work with art, the children become silent. And while they're silent and doing their stuff, I go and I sit next to them and I say, so how did you find this? How did this work for you? And they'll go, oh, you know what? And and all of a sudden, an issue will pop up and I'll go, let's work on it together. Let's process mm. it. Let's come to, to some sort of um, agreement of how to, how to go forward with it. And sometimes if it's a very heavy thing, we write letters mm-hmm. or we write statements. And then I say, now we've, we've acknowledged that this is what we felt. Let's burn it and let's give it away. Let us not carry any baggage anymore. So from a young age, I'm teaching the children how not to carry baggage that will affect you in, in your adult or right. teenage life. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'd like to find out, you know, the costs that are involved and whether or not this is in groups or individuals. And if you refer the kids, for those who, um, you know, who, who present more serious um, social ills or, or psychosocial issues, uh, we'll unpack that in just a moment. It is now nine minutes to three. Life Happens with Ayanda Ali Payne. 
All right, let's continue this conversation, empowering our youngsters with, you know, uh, personal development. They should know their boundaries, how they can contribute and that they matter. It's so important. We often look at them as these cute little baby humans, but they are individuals and that they are shaping their perception and their their opinions and their reality. And we could do better. I think we could always do better. There is a voice note that's coming with a question, but very quickly, the costs, how much does it cost? Well, I'm running a special right now, um, and it's 1299 for the total eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, as I said, it's one and a half hours. But the normal price is 1569 mm-hmm. For the full eight weeks? For the full eight weeks. And then is it in groups? It's actually not too bad. It's not bad at all. Because you at just all. imagine if you imagine those sessions, one with a you play therapist or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Do you do it in groups or in as individuals? I actually do both at the moment. Uh-huh. I do groups, um, maximum of 10 kids, um, yeah. because otherwise I can't give personalized individual attention. But I do do one-on-ones as well. I've, got, I've yeah. had quite a few callings for one-in-ones. Yeah. Mm. And what do you do when a child presents with a, a serious case of trauma? Uh, are you able to refer them? Definitely. Yeah. Because then I... I realize my own boundaries and I I then speak to the parents if I've picked up anything that I, I find troublesome or um, that is traumatic and I I tell them like I've got this therapist on hand that I, I know of and that have worked with children and work very well and I advise them to go that route you know lovely love it I love it I do let's quickly uh, get a voice note I under lovely program this is Meg I just wanted to know from your guest in terms of the boundaries, how do you deal with the issues where you got children? They are more or less adults, over 18 and so forth. They, the other one says no, they, they hate the other one and they don't want to talk to them again. So the issue is that if we allow that no, how will you build the family? Yeah, eh? Sibling rivalry. Sibling rivalry. How do we deal with it? Yeah. But now that's that's 18-year-olds and above. Mm. What I would say is actually if you could um, look into family therapy and and because I find with therapy it allows children to open up and discuss what it was that first started this issue. It might not even be what the fight they had in the week. It might be something that happened maybe five years ago mm. where the, the child resents the other one because maybe he gets mom's attention all the time. Yeah. Or yeah, um, I would suggest family therapy, definitely. Or if the parents can sit down with both of the, the teenagers and... Um, ask what is the problem what is going on mm. here but if they because i find also parents they're so bogged down life is so stressful that you actually need an outsider to come in look at the family dynamic spot the problems because they'll see it as red flags immediately and and then take it forward i couldn't agree with you more you know just listening to you and uh, the services that you offer i was thinking to myself this is actually what we need to be doing with our kids as parents right yes we need to be sitting down with them really uh, instilling values and morals and self-esteem etc but you're right we're busy Too you know busy. we're so busy yeah. we love them to the moon and back but you don't have you know all those hours in the week or in, in a month to sit down with them and really help them you know to 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 get to the bottom of their issues so how nice it would be 
for us to outsource it and then reinforce it. So That's once true. you've done the work of, you know, really establishing it yes. and, and getting the kids uh, a fay with their kind of um, place in this world, and then mom and dad just continue to embrace that and endorse it, it works to the child's benefit at the end of the it day. It does. And that's why also this this transformation workshop is so we've made it affordable mm. so that everyone can try and come. It, it's, it, it really is an amazing, an amazing child empowerment program. Yeah. Just to quickly go back to the sibling rivalry, when it presents at a young age, like, you know, the five to 11 year olds that you mm. work with, how do you arrest it very quickly? How would you address it? Ah, so I've already gone through something where I have these lovely two girls and yet um, when, 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 if somebody takes their pen, then they want to fight. And I said, but now we haven't learned about boundaries. You're mm. not respecting her boundary and we're not using our voice. Why are we not communicating here? You just want to smack her. I said, that's an old patterning. That's an old belief system that you have picked up from somewhere. And now we now have to take that, identify it and say goodbye to it because you don't want to grow up as an adult angry. Mm. I love it. I'm gonna bring my I'm gonna bring my boys to you very quickly. Um Tabo in Bloom says, Hi Ayanda. I think many adults need that camp as well. Tabo, I could not agree with you more. I support that and second it and third it and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, you know, just listening to some of the, the, the things that you were saying, I couldn't help but think, yeah, you know, I know a few adults that need that as well. And then uh, Tulani is uh, writing to us from Orlando. Uh, Tulani says a great initiative about personal space. Uh, awesome stuff and uh, the guests uh, as well and uh, Tabo really oh Tulani pardon me really enjoying the show and the conversation very quickly because we've run out of time take us through your course outline I know there's a week one um, I'm worthy you've discussed the treasure box that you work with and then there are things like I am unique that are there you've also spoken about how we shouldn't compare ourselves to the next child be it a sibling be it a friend be it a neighbor uh, then there's my gifts and talents my feelings are are okay um i can always do something tell me about that because we haven't spoken about i i can always do something i have courage i am a friend and i'm a team player ah so i can always do something it means we're never helpless you've always got your resources mm. you need to look okay so you right now something has happened we do role playing mom has an accident she's unconscious what do you do I've already equipped them. I've taught, I've taught them the safety numbers because we do safety skills as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, then I, and, and then they also know they're allowed to express their emotions mm-hmm. and how they express it. That is the key point. And then we also have that um, I have courage. So what I do is I teach them affirmations. Affirmations is a wonderful thing. It's like a mantra yeah. where you know you're going, to, you're going into a hockey game or a rugby um, game and you're like, and, you, and you're sucking yourself up. And I explained to him, that's what it's about. You've got an exam. Don't say, oh, I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna fail. Cause there you're already yeah. setting yourself up for failure. So what you've got to do is you've got to go, I got this, I got this. I've studied hard, I got this. I'm gonna make it happen. Ooh, that kind of stuff, yeah. Yes. And then also we teach about, I'm a friend. So to be a friend, to have a friend, you've got to be a friend. Mm. So what are you going to bring into, uh, into a friendship? This doesn't only lead to friendship because once they learn these steps, they'll understand when I'm into a relationship, 
What do I bring into the relationship? What do I expect back? Because most women, you'll find they'll go into a relationship expecting the man to treat them like a princess, do this, do that, do that. And then the man goes, oh, she's weak. I can manipulate her. I can get her to do this, 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 this. This is my aim in life. I don't want any child, be it a boy or a girl, to be disempowered. Very quickly, how do we get a hold of you? You can get hold of me on my email address, mm-hmm. Kids Academy at um, Kids Academy Midrand01 at gmail.com. And my cell number is 0820562128. Kids Academy Midrand01. Yes. That's where we find you. Kids Academy Midrand01 at gmail.com. That's right. And then your cell phone number again, very quickly 082056. And we'll put those on our social media platforms as well. Lavanya, thank you so much for joining us, sis. You're welcome. And thank you so much for joining us, mommy. Thank you so much for having us Thank you. What a wonderful way to wrap up the show. Let's do it all over again tomorrow, friends. Bye for now.